won't stop racing My chest is too tight Can't feel my fingers Can't sleep at night Is this what it feels like To lose the love of your life? I cut my hair and I got a dog Asked my therapist and I asked my mom When you lose the love of your life How do you go? My name is Robert Frezza, and welcome to another edition of Surviving the Golden Ages podcast. Today we are interviewing TikTok star Leanna Firestone. She built her audience up with anime and is now successfully crossing over to music with her mature-sounding EP, Public Displays of Affection. Now she's headed out on tour with Newfound Glory. Enjoy this edition of Surviving the Golden Ages podcast with Leanna Firestone. Hi, Leanna. Welcome to Surviving the Golden Ages podcast. How are you today? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm very well. Um, I'm excited about your uh, new EP. I took a listen to it. And um, tell me about you first and how you grew up into the music uh, business and um, your new EP, Public Displays of Affection, which is out now. Um, Okay, so I'm Leanna Firestone. I am 21 years old and I'm from Tennessee, which is also where I currently live. Um, Basically, I got into the music industry through TikTok, like most artists my age. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I was actually in college for songwriting. I started making TikToks about anime which was what I got into during quarantine. I know that like everybody had something new that they were into and mine was watching anime. And so I basically got onto TikTok and talked about that uh, because all of my friends were like really tired of hearing about it (laughs) because they did (laughs) not watch anime. And so I got on TikTok just to talk about it because I wanted community and I ended up finding it very quickly. Um, my very first video that I made talking about anime got like 300,000 views and then like a hundred thousand likes. It was like an insane amount of, uh, engagement for me and Mm -hmm. for an account that had like 200 followers. Um, and from there, basically, as I was gaining this following, I was kind of like, okay, this is awesome that I have this now, but I want to be a musician. So what does this really do for me? Um, so I started to like strategize in my head of like how I was going to convert these people into like listeners of me, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so I started writing songs, uh, about the characters from the shows that I was watching. So then I would get on TikTok and I would be like, Hey, this song is about this character, but I would write it on purpose to be like, if you didn't know that, then you wouldn't get that vibe from the song, I guess. Like you wouldn't know it was about a character unless I told you. So people that didn't watch anime or didn't know what I was talking about could still enjoy the song too and I basically put out my first song after maybe like three weeks of building a platform and at that point I went from having like 200 followers to having like 15,000 it was an insane like insane growth for me and I was like oh like nobody is gonna nobody's gonna convert over to listening to me on Spotify like I'll put out the song and maybe it'll get like 10,000 listens. And then in its first day, it got like 12,000. Which song was that? Strawberry Mentos. Oh, nice, nice. So this is an earlier song that you put out. Yes. 
Yeah, um, it's not, I put that it's out. not on the EP, right? Correct. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so that was my very first one from there when I knew that that worked, I guess, with the sort of like writing characters, whatever. I did a couple more of those. Um, and then I had some videos of mine that were unrelated to my character songs, like songs just that I wrote, um, do pretty well on TikTok. And then from there kind of transitioned fully into making uh, music that was about me and my own life rather than about uh, characters. <laughs> and I put out an EP called Your Name or Y slash N. Then I put out uh, an album called Forward Slash. And then I put out an EP called Public Displays of Affection, which just came out, uh, as you know, a couple of days ago. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It sounds like a whirlwind for you. I, I oh, just, yeah. <laughs> um, the EP feels like it's mostly about love and relationships. Yes. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. It's only about love and relationships. Yeah. What's your favorite song off the EP and why? My favorite song off of the EP is by far Love of My Life, which is the third track, the middle track. Um, I actually wrote Love of My Life last on the EP and I it was definitely not my favorite song before it was produced but after it was it stays in my head and is constantly playing in my head all the time um and is probably the only song that I like of mine that I listen to regularly mm -hmm. like whenever it came out on streaming platforms it's like now in my daily rotation like I listen to that song but every other song of mine I'm kind of like over it by the time it comes out <laughs> But um, Re Reincarnation, the, the song Reincarnation, is that the first single off the EP right now? Or is that what you're focusing on? Um, well, it was actually going to be the focus of like, uh, it was going to be like the second single release. And then there was going to be like a focus track after the EP came out. But it, the drop got messed up. So there was no second single. So I now see. it's kind of like promote all of them. Okay. but there was a um video filmed for reincarnation and a video filmed for right person right time which is the last song on the ep amazing amazing uh you write songs this is getting thrown around a lot this this word diaristic lyricist mm -hmm. i don't know if if that strikes a chord with you or not but do you feel comfortable writing your lyrics from such a vulnerable, vulnerable place yes and no i think something that i've uh changed about my songwriting style since I like now have somewhat of a following or somewhat of a platform is like I don't love to do that anymore it feels revealing now in a way that it wasn't when nobody was watching um I think now that you're I, in the spotlight it's a little bit more intimidating yeah it's a lot scarier <laughs> yeah yeah but Taylor Swift does it so <laughs> yeah know. right we're right if Taylor does it, then I should do it. I think, I, I mean, do it if Taylor does it. <laughs> I think that being, being open and being honest in your lyrics and in your songs is definitely an important aspect. And if I couldn't do that to some capacity, then I wouldn't do it at all. Mm -hmm. But I think to the level that I used to, where I would like take direct quotes from like things people would say to me or like detail the exact situation of like how things happened or whatever is not something that I necessarily do anymore. I kind of like take out, I copy and paste parts and then 
like not filler, but things that didn't happen necessarily uh-huh. in in the way. So I'm telling a story that kind of happened to me, but also a story that's kind of just a story. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, your music is pop and safe, safely. Uh, do you think it's the right time for you um, to debut out onto the market? Because it's flooded with pop acts. And how do you plan to stand out from the crowd? Well, that's a really good question. Number one, thank you for asking it. Um, I think my entire brand, quote unquote, if a person can even be a brand, uh, until now was always like doing what I could with what I had. So I made entirely music that I knew how to make and I had success doing that, but it was always like live instrumentals, me directing like players to play rather than me being like, I like that snare sound that you have found on the internet. Please copy and paste it over and over and over again Mm. Um, in a way that now that I am working uh, on like a, on a bigger ship with a bigger crew, it allows me to do a lot more um, with other people. And it allows me to also give control away to other people so I can focus on what I like doing and what I think I'm good at doing which is lyrics and like storytelling so in terms of like breaking into a pop market or an oversaturated pop market if we're honest um I think what makes me stand out and what makes me special is that I'm not a pop writer I may have like pop production or make pop songs but I'm at my core, like singer, songwriter, musical theater, whatever. So if you're bringing in those lyrics and putting them to pop production, it automatically is going to make you stand out as more of a lyricist or as more as a, as more of a writer than a like pop singer. That makes sense. I see. I see. What are you listening to right now? Ooh, um, right now I have been listening to Phoebe Bridgers a lot. Mm, which I know everybody had their Phoebe Bridgers face and I was kind of like yeah like all right but now I think I'm a little bit older and things are clicking I'm getting I'm getting it now and so I've been going through a really big Phoebe Bridgers face her videos are are pretty cool too I have to say oh my god yeah (laughs) um your personal style echoes emo slash punk slash Hallie Williams to me Yes, I I was super, super, super um, into pop punk whenever I was in middle school, mm-hmm. um, as most middle schoolers do have some sort of pop punk phase. And then some people carry that into high school or some people like One Direction, which was me. Um, and so I took, I realized, or I guess understood as I got older why I liked so much pop punk which was that there was a lot of storytelling elements in pop punk in a way that there isn't always in pop or in rock um because it it all is coming from a place of pain Mm -hmm. and so as I got older and developed as an artist I realized that I did a lot of the things that I loved about pop punk in my singer songwriter stuff which was telling stories talking about pain being really personal And now that I have a bigger team, like I said, I get to do and like dip my toes into the pop punk that I used to love as a kid, which shout out to Haley Williams, shout out to Blink-182, shout out to- Right, right, right. Seriously. 
Um, your fashion sense also echoes a little bit of Hallie Williams to me. Oh my God. She, I met her once at Bonnaroo. Oh, did um, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was doing like the Good Die Young tent, which also love Good Die Young. That's how I dye my hair. But um, yeah, she was coming out and she was like, hey, how are you? And I was like, hey, how are I'm good. How are you? Because it was just like <laughs> Hayley Williams and she was just talking to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. She's literally top of the top. Paramore is everything. Yeah, yeah. I like the new projects. stuff too. Yeah. I love the Oh new my stuff. God. This is why? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Rocks. Rocks for me. Um, you're going on tour with Newfound Glory. Speaking of emo and punk. Yes. Um, how excited are you and how did this tour come together? Well, I was actually like, like I said, when I was like in the phase, I was a pretty big fan of Newfound Glory. I always wanted to go to Warp Tour and my parents would not let me. <laughs> um, and so basically I found out that Chad, which is, um, who's in the band, he was a fan of mine, I guess, um, which was something I did not know. And after I got an agent, his name is Jason at APA, his boss manages or uh, is the agent for Newfound Glory. And mm. so I guess my name got passed down from, from that. And I was offered a slot on their tour, which was like the most exciting thing that could have happened and was the most exciting thing that happened to me in 2022. It was literally insane to know that they listened to me or knew who I was at all. That's pretty <laughs> um, cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm so, I'm so stoked. Cool. where is this tour gonna gonna find you like where what with towns and those cities are you gonna reach the west coast are you gonna come to new york i'm doing um both legs so i get to come to both the west coast and the east coast we actually start on saturday but i leave on friday to go to st louis and kick it off awesome so you're gonna start preparing for that and what else is up for 2023 besides the tour well um tour more tour another tour but i have not announced that yet actually and uh i have another project that comes out uh later this year and potentially another project after that we'll see if i finish it um but yeah i have more music more tour more me coming out later this year <laughs> awesome thank you so much for doing this i appreciate it yes of course thank you and we'll see you um, on tour and in in my ear in my earbuds. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you.